Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. And I'm gonna spell it out for you. I'm not a good guy. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Hey, guys, Liam here. This backlash review was recorded last week before the events of this week's TV just to kind of explain why we don't know some of the more recent developments. Enjoy the show. Oh, and this was all Jimmy's fault, and I'm, I'm not just saying that because he's not here. Okay, past version of me, floor is yours. Hello out there, welcome to Wishful Booking. It's a podcast, we're two wrestling fans. My name is Liam McNulty, I'm joined by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's up, man? Nothing much, how you doing? Not too bad. Feeling the results of Backlash, the Backlash of Backlash. Yeah, feeling it, I got some whiplash from Backlash. (laughs) Um, A lot of it. Alright, so then we're getting into the Backlash card. Some people had a problem with the fact that Ziggler and Shinsuke opened up the event. I really didn't have much of a problem with it. I don't think it affected the match that much. Did you have any strong opinion about its um, placement? Well, they announced it on the pre-show, and I think they've been doing that sometimes to kind of get you know more people to buy it. They announced that they were going to be opening with they it? They did announce oh, okay. on the pre-show, yeah. So, I, but, but them opening, I think it was a fine opener. I thought it made the show feel really important. And it helped the crowd really get into the show right away, which is smart for a crowd like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's I, I, that part I liked. Taking that crowd into consideration, that is a really good point. Um, you like the match? Yeah, I, I thought, you know, with this much hype and this much build, like it wasn't anything special, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was bad by any means. I just thought it was a predictably fine debut for Shinsuke in yeah. the main roster, I would say. You know? I agree, like, yeah. I, I actually, no, I, I definitely had a little bit of an issue with the way Ziggler kind of Took you over know, most of the match. Yeah. Yeah. Nakamura sold a little too much for Ziggler when you want to put Nakamura yeah. over. Like- and Shinsuke had to get the comeback at the end because that's not... If this is, in fact, the first real introduction of what Shinsuke can do for most main roster fans, they could have given him a better opportunity to showcase what makes him so unique. You know, it's, it's, it's not a good... It's not, it's, not yeah. a, it's not the standard Nakamura, right. I guess. Right. Wouldn't have been my first call. And you think of the Zayn match that he had and... Yeah. Exactly. His NXT debut gave such a clear picture of what he's capable of. That was a really great match. Especially by comparison. So, I don't know. I feel like, in a way, Nakamura was, like, showing respect to Ziggler and where he is, that he's a veteran. You know, it shows a lot that he was willing to take that much punishment in his, in his debut match on the main roster. Because Ziggler, it did help Ziggler, even yeah. in defeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Nakamura is attributed to that. So, for that, I appreciate how... You think he was told this is how the match is going to go and he didn't put up a fight? Like, out of respect for Ziggler? No, I, I just think, think that he sold more than I've seen him sell for a lot of other matches okay. he's had. And I think okay. that that may have been intentional because okay. of, of, of Ziggler. To show respect. Yeah. And to, you know, yeah. To... Uh, I think it was a little too much in my eyes. Yeah. God damn, hell. But I think yeah, yeah, that yeah. if but I that's were to the, that's think the of reason. a reason, yeah. that could be it. Okay. Uh, but it Makes was a good sense. match. I gave it three and three quarter stars out of five, which is good. Right under four stars. Yeah. Um, it was a good match. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the next match was the comedy match of the night, I guess. Yeah, I was, write that down too. Yeah, um, yes. It's honestly still fresh in my mind. I feel like I have the order pretty good in my head. Like I usually don't. I thought Backlash um, was a really good structured pay per view. Yeah, the way, me just too. Since we're talking about me it, too. it was laid out very well. Totally. But so, how did you feel about the tag title match? When you have a comedy match like this, it can go one or two ways. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought it'd be funny. Wasn't funny. The Chicago crowd ate it up, which was really awesome. Yeah. Um, I think it was a solid. Three star match integrating the use of the comedy as well, though. Yeah. Uh, even though, I mean, wasn't funny. Fandango got to show a lot. Breeze got to show a lot. Um, yeah, I thought they got it. Was they a got really a lot good done, match. All things considered, it was, it, it was a good match. Yeah. 
Definitely. You know, the finish kind of came out of nowhere. I it did. Didn't expect it to end where it did after that super kick. I kind of wish the Usos cheated in a way, because then this week on SmackDown we had Breeze and Fandango beat each member in like ten seconds, and then they got another match and they lost. Which I feel like you could have maybe built up again. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of starting to think that now that they lost again, it's over, and now the New Day are probably going to face them at Money in the Bank. Face the Usos. Yeah, because yeah. New Day returned on Talking Smack. I don't know if you even know Yeah, that. no, yeah, I knew that. Right. I so, didn't see uh, Talking Smack, but I heard. But I'm a little worried about Brazango. Like I could see them in a feud with like Ginger Mahal's groupies, because yeah. Ginger Mahal did an interview actually saying that the Singh brothers are going to be a tag team on SmackDown soon. And that would be really interesting, like seeing yeah. Brazango make fun of their fashion, because they have that whole Indian thing going on. Definitely. Of course, without being like racist. Walk or, a fine line, yeah, yeah of course. But uh, I enjoyed it. It was enjoyable. Both matches were enjoyable, actually. Yeah. yeah. The whole pay-per-view, I thought, was, mm-hmm. you know, good. Including Zayn and Corbin, that was the next match. Baron Corbin is definitely improving. And you can't teach that! Um, Sami Zayn can make anyone look good, I'm yeah. fairly certain at this point. And I was not expecting the win. Yeah, to do that, and then on SmackDown to follow it up. Yeah. Corbin's the monster of the feud. He's taken every opportunity to take out Zayn, and then Zayn gets a clean win. Like, he hit him with his finisher. It wasn't a roll-up at Backlash, but then on SmackDown, he rolled him up mm-hmm. in, like, no time. Yeah. You lose! Good day, sir! Zayn gets the quick win, and then Corbin obviously beat him up after the fact. Just the way that it's not the traditional booking um, of this kind of... I think that's why I like it. Um, I don't think a match yesterday was necessary, to be honest. I would have just had Corbin maybe just beat up Sami Zayn or... I'm assuming they're waiting to do like the whole three-on-three six-man match because even with the Fatal Five-Way on Raw, they're just like mixing around every possible permutation of the people in the Money in the Bank match. Right. So like, you know, Owens and Ziggler versus Nakamura and Styles like we saw on SmackDown. Yeah. So, you know. They just didn't want to do the six-man right yeah, away. Yeah, I didn't the, find the, the match the necessary really because it doesn't do much for Corbin that he got rolled up like that. Force. I'm wondering if this is going to lead to Zayn being taken out of the Money in the Bank match though. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, but um, with four weeks away, I just I don't know if you could justify that beating being like four weeks when you have Roman Reigns getting thrown off like large objects and yeah. returning in you know, a few weeks. So yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. But uh, I mean, this is Roman Reigns. The immovable object. I'm glad they both have something to do, though, you know. Yeah, definitely. They're furthering the story of Corbin having a chip on his shoulder. The fact that he's losing, I mean, historically, statistically speaking, tells me that he's... At this point, the odds on favorite to win the Money in the Bank just because probably yeah. they like to like the ultimate Money in the Bank winner usually goes into the event losing and then will keep losing after yeah. the event um, because he doesn't need to. Right, he's got the case. So yeah, the women's three on three. I thought it was, you know, nothing special. Uh, it wasn't, but nothing, I just, wasn't I don't bad. There should have been a singles match. Um, a title match. Uh, yeah, well, definitely, yeah. I think the championship should have been defended. I don't think it's a big deal that it wasn't. I just don't always agree with... Wouldn't have been my first call. I didn't like when they were all put in teams when the women's revolution started. I'm not a fan of doing it now. I mean, I understand there's a story, and I do yeah. appreciate that there's a story. And, you know, it was good, you know, women's wrestling. I gave it two and three quarters stars out of five. But a lot of that is a lack of significance. Yeah. You know, there was no exploration of Charlotte. I mean, I, right now I'm thinking that Charlotte now is a face this yeah. whole time on our podcast, just, but she definitely changed her demeanor within like weeks, I feel like. I don't know if she just trusts them now and that's it, but like yeah. she's smiling on the way to the ring. Like I kind of feel like they were unsure of where they wanted to go with her and now they are. I don't okay. like it. I don't think she should be a good guy. I'm still yeah. hoping that she somehow... I'm not a good guy. I mean, next week there's going to be a fatal five way to determine the number one contender. Get Money in the Bank, even though I was hoping for a women's Money in the Bank match. So yeah. I don't think that's happening. But um, I liked how Natalia got the win. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. And Carmella, I feel like, beat Naomi twice now in SmackDown in the past few weeks. So I thought they were going to be building to Carmella 
Naomi. and Naomi, and then a women's Money in the Bank match with like Lana in it as well. So I, I don't know who. Uh, I'm trying to think who's gonna win the number one contenders match because that's what I'm more interested in than anything yeah. that they're doing right now. I'm thinking like Natalia is probably gonna win. Really? Yeah, and probably okay. I think they're gonna so not Carmella, not Charlotte. No, I think they're gonna wait for Charlotte. Okay. I think that they're gonna help Naomi have like a solid women's championship reign. A solid women's championship reign. What the hell is that supposed to mean? You know, a few more pay-per-view wins. Oh. It isn't, like, there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... You just literally meant that she's had a mediocre, totally lackluster, completely forgettable run so far. Yeah. And you can't teach that! (laughs) Yeah, sorry. No argument here. So where were we? You don't... Do you know who the number one contender is going to be? Huh? Well... Dude. You don't know. know? Yeah, well... I mean, I do, but are you sure you want to know? You don't know. Last time I talked to Vince... Yeah. (laughs) Who do you think should or will? Well, Asuka should, so that basically rules her out. And who will... I I honestly have no idea. I agree with you that it seems like they now have a better idea where they're headed than when they first did the shake-up. But I don't know know where that is. It's it's hard to see. There's too many, like, variables at play. Yeah. Best guess? Whoever will ultimately contribute to the least exciting, most predictable title match at Money in the Bank... I just think a women's money in the bank match. I don't know why they didn't do it because I would have had Lana win. Yeah. You think it's completely off the table for this year? Um, well, you got the five women. One of them is going to win the shot. That's so going to leave four women. Four. But if you bring up Lana, that's five. Five. Asuka, six. I mean, that's not going to happen. No. Well, no, I I did think that if when Ember Moon was still in the match, I thought that Asuka was going to lose the title, and then they would have a six women money in the bank match. Yeah. I don't think Asuka's going anywhere, and. I don't know. I don't know why they're not going all in with the women's money in the bank. People want yeah. it. And I mean, I guess maybe they still could, but less competitors. I would even do like a that ladder would... match with all of them. Yep. Just put all of them in a ladder match. How is that not what we're already talking about? Not even for the money in the bank briefcase, just hang the women's championship up. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 It's yeah done you with could. Seth, Rollin- Seth well, Rollins I mean, and Ambrose had a ladder match at money in the bank. There's they still do. a chance they could do something like that, depending on, you know, say this five way ends in a no contest or a muddy finish. And then they yeah. just wind up putting the title. It up is like elimin- that for well, everybody. And it's elimination. So oh, it's prob- el- yeah, it's I, didn't, I didn't catch that detail. Okay, so then forget what I just yeah. forget what I just so said. So if, if anything, it'd be like a triple threat match. Yeah, it'll come down it, to yeah. two. And then, yeah. Um, and now the best match of the night. Yeah, well. I mean, we could have said that going into it, but yeah. Oh, yeah. About, you're talking about AJ. I thought Nakamura Ziggler had a chance to rival it. Yeah, definitely okay. Going, and before in the going end, in. It, it probably didn't. No. Yeah, even even no, I gave it finish, four and which... a quarter. See, I like to finish. I think that yeah. it, it was yeah. a little obvious that Styles was intentionally getting his foot stuck in the ending spot. Yeah. But if you take that away, it was a really creative way to keep the feud going. Definitely. Protecting both of them perfectly. Yeah. So, and the, just... The rate they worked, it was just, it was it awesome. Was a, it was a and you, and amazing. It match. was so good, and you can even tell that they could do so much. More. Oh yeah, 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 definitely those two, absolutely. And I think part of that too is, you know, they still have the title match yet to come, so they don't want to, you don't want to take all the air out of the crowd just doing all the crazy shit, you know, in the AJ mm-hmm. Kevin Owens match, and then the crowd is like completely deflated by the main event. So I feel like that's part of it too. Yeah, that they were intentionally holding back for that reason, you know, yeah. like they wouldn't if they were the main event. How long the did you think title. it was? How long do you think it was? Good Just because the two best matches of the weekend have been Dunn, Bate, and Styles Owens. And we talked about I mean, there how yeah, Dunn and Bate was 15 minutes, but it felt like so much longer. Yeah, I would definitely say 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, it was 20 minutes. Okay. But I feel like it was shorter than Bate and Dunn. I don't know why. Yeah. It's not a I bad thing. I would have probably guessed It's not a bad Dunn thing. I just feel like it was... They just got a lot more Dunn and Bate. Absolutely. Um, I'm clever. 
uh, which they did not get accomplished in Harper and Rowan, which was unnecessary. Oh, yeah, we can't. Yeah, and okay. just, unless you have more to say about Owen Styles. No, 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 no. I, I mean, what more is there to say? No, I mean, they're going to have another match, match obviously. The night, and, and the feud's going to continue. Yeah. And these guys are both amazing. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, Rowan and Harper seem like they had some idea what they're doing with these two, or at least with Rowan from talking smack when he showed yeah. up with the mask. And they did that on the pre-show, too. Kind of had too. this character, yeah. and on the pre-show that they embellished on a bit. What was the point of this, though? I mean, like, what's what's being accomplished? Harper won at Backlash. It's like, all right, so that just undoes anything they started. To, they didn't, haven't even done Well, anything, you make the argument that they're tied one apiece. I really, I mean, it's the, it's the standard 50-50 lazy booking by them. It's all it is. Yeah. I don't have faith in them to really go anywhere with it. What you would guess, based on what's happened so far, is going to happen, I think, is that Luke Harper will win the third match, and they'll continue knowing they want to prioritize him, but not really ever having anything for him. And Mm -hmm. Eric Rowan, basically the same, but to a much lesser degree, because he's a lower priority. Yeah, I would love to see Harper and Owen for the United States Championship. That would be awesome. I would also think that... That would definitely deliver. I was wondering why they announced the Money in the Bank competitors like that, because I think almost every year they just they had qualifying matches, which yeah. made it more important. Well, at least feel more important. I now understand with the brand split that you would have, like, you know, Kevin Owen versus Sin Cara and Shinsuke Nakamura versus, like, Victor from The Ascension. So it would be, <laughs> like, yeah. not as believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I would have done, like, Harper versus Rowan and, and their next match make it for a qualifying spot. So they're okay. fighting for something. Yeah. And then you have Harper win. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, definitely but there's also the whole mask thing with Rowan. I think that uh, they can even have a match that somehow, I don't know if it's like an unmasking match or something like that, that could maybe, yeah. like I, I'm hoping they maybe explore it a little more now before with the, the final masks, match. Yeah. yeah, like it's, it's even when Rowan, that interesting promo that he had on Talking Smack leading into Backlash when he asked Shane for and Shane mm-hmm. made the match versus Harper at Backlash. It's interesting what he's doing with the masks and he's definitely showing like a different side of his character and personality um, but he's just talking about how Harper left the family and the family, like Bray Wyatt isn't even on this. What family are you? There is no family anymore. It just sounds so well, like, when it happened, I guess he, he's just stuck on it. And which is just not a reason to. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just, but they it's need not, an excuse it's not, to it's not good enough. talk about it. That's all. It's just so paint by numbers. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the family, these guys like are basically leftovers. We have. All these other stories going on, we don't have them involved. And they used to be involved with each other, so we'll just make it, at the very last minute, we'll just make it a program and we'll say that just whatever the fuck. Nobody cares about these two, least of all us. It's just, you know, two cult followers fighting because because one left the cult. And by the way, neither of them are in the cult anymore. It just makes no goddamn sense. The cult doesn't exist anymore. What are you talking about? Right. So um, you don't like the story of the match, clearly. No. What gave you that idea? Um, and what story? Yeah. If you need to, hold them off TV, yeah, come up with something for them, and yeah. come up with a way to use them in existing storylines, or at least, like you said, like Money in the Bank qualifying matches. Just find better ways to use them. Or don't. You know, Don't just do yeah. the most obvious thing every time, especially when it's so clearly an afterthought of a feud. You yeah. know? Well, they didn't do the most obvious thing in the main event, so at least they did it in something. <laughs> they got all the obvious out of their system in the undercard. I appreciate you helping me segue here. <laughs> you guys all read the script, right? Um, no, they didn't they did not. do the most obvious thing in the main event. No. I was shocked. I didn't see that coming at all. And the way it was booked was great. Chicago, great crowd to do it in front of. The reaction of the crowd, I thought, rivaled Undertaker's streak loss. I mean, as far as the energy in the arena right after it happened and in sheer number of shocked faces caught on camera, 
Yeah, that, yeah. People were clearly shocked. Yeah. And I was shocked. And what the fuck happened? I, I mean, what can you say about it? Like, you know, everything that we said leading up to it, the guy was jobbing two well, months Did you enjoy the match raw. itself? Like the, the yeah. technicality? Yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. That match was expertly booked for the for Chicago the crowd, crowd. Absolutely. Especially the sequence of the finish. Yeah. Like, even the beginning of the match when Orton came out going right after Ginger knocking out all of them, like he brought the intensity before the bell that got the crowd into it. Yeah. And they weren't expecting that. Straight from Roderick Strong's sanity playbook. Yeah, and well before the ring introductions were done. So it was yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. It was a creative way to book the match. Definitely, definitely. And I think it came full circle by the end with just you know, he had he had the match won, the Singh brothers pull out Ginger, he attacks them. Wait. Even when that allows for the distraction and Ginger's able to hit his finisher, you're still thinking, all right, well, it's Orton. He's going to kick out. It's just one finisher. He's going to kick out of it. See, I knew he, I, I knew Ginger was winning at that point. Really? And I didn't even look, look at the time. I don't know if I said on the podcast I was probably always agreeing with you that he wasn't going to win. And I wasn't like going into it thinking he would win like my mind didn't change. But there is the whole argument for India, you know, 1.2 billion yeah. people and how they are actually looking to expand there. That was a someone, one of the financial people said that on a conference call recently. So I was like... I could see them doing this for the shock value. I could see them doing this if it's short term. Like, I wouldn't be so surprised. When it happened, I was like, oh, my God, they did it. Yeah. But it wasn't as surprising to me as it was to some people. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you factor in the whole India thing, that's a new market for them. And I think they already have access to the network. But yeah, there's recently. Just, there's a lot yeah. of untapped potential. They're expanding into India. So the timing works out. And it was still, they were able to get the shock value from it. There's multiple reasons to argue why it was the right thing to do. Um, and I mean, he was already in the title match, so people already had the idea that it's interesting, you know, because this time of the year, this is the time of the year, I think, when the most unlikely contenders for titles get shots, and obviously more often than not, they don't win them. It's just like a filler month, you know? Yeah. So that's, they had that working for it, too. It was just, it was surprising, and I think all in all, the way they did it was smart. Yeah, one thing, I do have an issue with the fact, like, why isn't Shane McMahon, like, banning these people from ringside? Because when, when those two fuckers pulled Orton out of the ring. They should have been thrown out. I mean, that was just stupid. People pulled have, Ginger out of the ring? That, yeah, people have gotten thrown out of the ring for much stupider things than, than literally interfering with the result of a match. Like, that should have been them getting ejected from ringside. Well, it was like a heat of the moment thing. Like, they pulled Ginger out, and then before the ref could even do anything about it, Orton's, like, attacking them for it. That's how it would be argued, like, you know, yeah, I if, guess. If, if passions weren't running high and it wasn't the heat of the moment, the ref would have probably moved to do that, but it just all happened so quick. I just kind of wish, because commentary talked about how he needs help from this person, he needs help from that person, and on one end, it didn't really put over his skills personally, but on the other end, he's a heel, so he has people to help him cheat, just like JBL had, had his cabinet, and I don't know, I just... Thinking of a general manager like that, like the next match, they should be banned now in my eyes. Yeah. Like that they could have addressed more. And the one other thing I have to say is I kind of know now why they chose Mahal to be the one that Gronk shoulder blocked at WrestleMania. I think they knew they were going to be doing this for a while because when Gronk got that mainstream attention for being in a wrestling ring, Jinder Mahal was the one on ESPN yeah. and all those viral videos being thrown. Although that's not making him look strong because he lost. No, but that's a ton of exposure. And you know his name was included. WWE superstar Jinder Mahal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was one of the final two in the Battle Royal. His face was seen he was, on a yeah. worldwide level so like outside WWE. That's another reason why I wasn't so super surprised, even when he became number one contender. Um, I'm just interested in seeing how long he keeps it for. You know, his whole yeah, celebration. That's the next on, question. His celebration it? on SmackDown was, was good. For whatever reason, on promos, I feel like he does talk in that low register normally. Even like when he wants to get mad, it like isn't really. Like, I kind of like his promo style, but I, I, you know, it's repetitive though. Already, he has to yeah. stop saying that. Like you boo me because of my wealth, and you boo me because like, you, you got to be different. Did like, you hear him on Jericho? Oh, well, uh, what? How he didn't want to do that? Yep. 
He knows. Apparently, they had another heel script for him to cut after he won the number one contendership. And at the last minute, he got a script from Vince that was, you know, you stupid Americans, you see me and the color of my skin and blah, blah, blah. The shit that he wound up saying. And it sounds like his reaction to the rewrites was what you'd think. Um, Exploit my heritage? Yes, please. (laughs) You guys all read the script, right? (laughs) Obviously, I'm paraphrasing. God damn, pal. It's just that, you know, you want to have more complexities to your character and you don't want to just be an anti-American foreign heel. Right. Um, so that's what he was saying yeah. like, on Jericho. But yeah, it worked. I mean, he agreed ultimately that it worked and that Vince knew what he was doing and blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know if it worked yet. I think it's too early yeah. to see if it worked. I mean, yeah, just time will champion tell. doesn't mean that. I mean, that could have been for a myriad of reasons. But so far, it's safe to say they've gotten, I think, the desired effect. He's already been elevated, even if he drops the belt tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, it is going to be him and Randy Orton in Randy Orton's hometown at Money in the Bank. So that's going to be okay. interesting. So I mean, there's a chance... I really I'm hoping I, somebody I like, like I like this because it's so out of the blue. That it is. You don't know. Yeah. There's a chance Orton could win. There's a chance he could retain. I mean, I just I love it. That's when wrestling is at its best yeah. when you don't know what the next moves are. Yep. Because it's not obvious as fuck. And on that note, thank you for joining our latest fuck backlash review, Jimmy. Thanks for your patience. That does it for wishful booking. Catch us on Twitter. My name is Liam McNulty. I am at RealHugeActor. Jimmy Moorcraft. I am at Dr. Moorcraft. Follow us. Interact. Good day, sir. Good stuff. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Later.